Hello and welcome to the Swift Talk. I'm Kate, the Swifty. And I am pleasantly surprised, not so Swift Sam, here with Kate, doing another season in The Reason is Taylor. Yeah, season five. Season five. This is episode 47. Yeah. And what what milestone did we hit? Who what hmm? What? Who what at 942 huh? on a- On, on a, a Tuesday? On a Tuesday, on a July 5th night. Which we randomly happened to be in the same place. Yeah, 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 yeah. <gasps> 10,000! Jason, we hit 10,000 streams. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations, folks. We're, I'm so proud of you. Thanks, us too. We've had a big week. Oh, yeah. And we couldn't do it without all of you who are listening. So thank you so much for your support, your follows, your subscribes, reviews, listening yeah. to us. We will not take this power uh, without responsibility. We, uh, <laughs> we take this uh, very highly. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's incredible to be as popular as Taylor Swift now. And uh, <laughs> we will, you know, we'll, we'll do our darndest, you know. <laughs> We're going to be like Stranger Things season five. We will not disappoint. Well, there you have it. Well, we hope season five doesn't disappoint. Right. I don't watch it. Oh, boy, you're missing out. Oh, well, you know, I have the summer I turned pretty. I'm surprised they haven't had a Taylor Swift song in there yet. Actually, that, that, that's not, she wasn't even born yet. So, yeah, I guess that wouldn't be correct. Correct, yeah. Unless they introduce time travel. I think I just wrote season five for us. All right, Netflix, here's the pitch. Anyway, big week in Taylor land, too. Yeah, she's uh, engaged to a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should not laugh at that. That's really horrible. Well, I'm, I apologize for the inconvenience that may have caused our listeners. Um, she had one of her stalkers got arrested. Yeah. Because he refused to leave her apartment building and tried to talk to her over her intercom system. Yeah. That's, yeah. uh, that's, um, yeah, I can't even imagine. <laughs> and then there's rumors that she's engaged, but I don't really comment on it unless she comes out and says it. If she wants to share that life news, that's her. Until she lets you know personally. Well, you know, until she says something, well, you know, until she DMs you. Yeah. We're in the 10K club. She's yeah. gonna, yeah. We're in the yeah. 10K club. Yeah. We're, we're like so close to being best friends. I don't know if she's engaged much less. She was, uh, punching that boy in the face with her mouth. Oh my Hard gosh. in the Bahamas. I was like, there was some comedy sketch. I saw. Oh, right. That was your show. Yeah. Yeah. Kate came to my show. We were expecting, like, we we're hoping to get like 80 people. We had like 140 people show up. Oh, man. I'm sorry I missed it. But... I had to sit in the back row. All the seats were taken. It was great. Kate, in her own words, understood uh, not a lot. Nothing. And her face hurt from laughing so hard when she laughed. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when's the next one? Uh, July 28th. Uh-huh. Yeah. 28th. Last, 28th. Last Thursday of the month. Two days before your birthday party, my friend. The day after my birthday. Day after her birthday, but two days before your birthday party. Okay. Sam was dressed up as a skeleton. So if you did not know that Sam was in a skeleton suit, it took a while to realize yeah. that it was Sam. I just really want to show off my cheekbones. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Turns out you use a 20-sided dice for more than picking a Taylor song. Yeah. I learned a lot. <laughs> anyway. 
All right. So um, also wait, but this is the big news in Taylor verse. The New York Times crossword puzzle was a Taylor Swift themed crossword puzzle the other day. <laughs> okay. Taylor Swift themed New York Times crossword, crossword puzzle. puzzle. Yeah. Mm. Which so funny thing could be an Easter egg. I don't know. Maybe the New York Times is trolling us. Who knows? It is the paper of record. But all of the clues, except for four of them, were from the re-recorded or albums that Taylor owned. And then you had two from Speak Now and two from 1989. So does that mean that we're going to get a double release of Speak Now in 1989? Right? It's mind-blowing. Like my, What is the New York Times doing with Tess? My Swifty conspiracy theorists on TikTok are going nuts. I can't wait till we have the day where we start filming these things because it, it's 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 not that it's not that I don't I earnestly understand that this is what you believe. I love I, that it's all patronizing. I could probably try to amp it up <laughs> if I meant to. Um, this is your poster. That's fine. The New York Times. Okay, were were any of the letters that weren't circled spelling out something that would have been more of an Easter egg? Like get the me Swift out of talk. here. Yeah, like the Swift talk. Ten thousand K. Or like get me out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah, like T S plus, uh, you know, Carrie Elways or whatever his name is. Like what? Joe Alwyn. That one too. Like that would have. I think you are all of them, but four were from the. No. <laughs> yes. Yes, New York Times. Oh wait, New York Times. Yeah, I th- I'm sorry. I Not thought it was. Post. I thought it was the York Times, like the New York Times, like York, Maine. Yeah, so silly. The New York Times. Yeah, who's, the paper of record. The paper of record, who's of, of course incredibly reputable for their crossword Easter egg section. <laughs> you know, for the secret messages. Yeah, I. I want to go to the dentist and have them not just put on like the foil on my tooth, but have it surround my skull. With <laughs> Welcome to season five. You Sam can't rain still... on my parade. You cannot rain on my parade. I'm not you raining. know what? I think this is a great segue because currently I'm forgetting you exist. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's the, you know what's the great segue? What? The the what's his name? Dean Kamen segue. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's only like six people in New Hampshire are going to get that. They're all nerds. They're all in Manchester. And unless you watch Xenon Girl of the 22nd Century, you probably have never seen a Segway before. Unless you live in New Hampshire. Yeah. Moving anyway, on. moving on. I think that, well, yeah, we're just going to jump right into the song. Let's now. jump on in. <laughs> I am halfway through my coffee, which means anything could happen. Oh, we didn't even talk about Carolina. North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, rise up. Um, Taylor dropped Carolina while we were on our little hiatus for the fourth. Okay. We didn't even talk about it. I it's so you know what? I didn't even listen to it, so I don't I know. But I did. It's great. It's yeah. very um Evermorian. Is it very Taylor? Very Taylor. Is it Taylor made? <laughs> for where the crawdads sing. Yes, yes it is. She's like Carolina, not West Virginia, but the Carolinas. Is it like that? No. Is it like, 
Carolina in my mind. No. No? No. All right. I will have to just not listen to it still. You'll listen to it at some point. <laughs> On the podcast. Uh-huh. All right, let's go into... Uh, uh, so I forgot you existed. So yeah. we're going to hit pause, you hit pause, and we will be back. Well, Sam. This is the song that made me a Taylor Swift fan. I am now ride or die Taylor Swift, and I will always be uh, a, a huge fan. Roll credits. boop a doo 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 boop a doo <sighs> Okay. I'm... Not going to disappoint you with my response. Again. Again. This <laughs> is a uh, a fun little getting over. Not a breakup ditty, but like uh, getting past. Getting past the past. Gotten past. I mean, getting gotten. Gotten. Because you're remembering that you forgot. Yeah, but I feel like that's kind of one of those moments where you're just like, I don't know, you're months down the road. You haven't thought about a person in forever. And this thing a song that you guys used to listen to or the rest, you walk past a restaurant that you went to with them all the mm -hmm. time. And you're like, Oh God, that was a lifetime ago. Right. Oh, I forgot they existed. And you're just like, Oh, the peace, the joy of like, you tried to take me down. It's kind of a, a subtle, is it Gloria Gaynor? I will survive. Yeah. It's a more subtle version of that where that is like, Disco belted out, I will survive. The action of I'm going through this heartbreak, but I'm doing better and I'm past it already, actively. This is more like the passive. I survived. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I would have been there front row at your show. I can't pull up the lyrics. I'm not getting any service. It's but. all right. So, uh, is, so th this is the first time I've been aware that she's singing about Drake. She's not singing about Drake. And I couldn't get away from you in my feelings more than Drake. So, right, yeah. Drake in his feelings. So, so yeah, she is singing it like just that one She's line. She's referencing Drake. Okay. That's what I was going to say. A, She's not. Episodes and episodes ago, you made this whole thing about he or she put up an Instagram post. Drake and did. It's the, the, there's a photo of the two of them. Yeah, and, and Polaroid. And it's from the 1989 era. And yes. Okay. Is this song 1989 era? No, this is Lover. Okay. So she's referencing him post-1989. Yeah. Okay. This is the first time I'm aware that she's referencing him in a song or singing about him real quick. I was just wondering. I am not fully aware of what their relationship is outside of, I know they are not in a, probably never been in a romantic relationship, but like professionally, did they tour together? No. Are they just good buds? I think they're friends. Okay. Maybe... Maybe collaborating together in 1989. Part of me feels like she's doing Lover while he's doing, like, um, what's the album? It's the Black Album Gold Owl Silhouette Zero to 100. I'm not okay. first in Drake. Like, kind of like angry, like more angry Drake. Like, I got beefs. I'm squashing them, Drake. That's what I was thinking that. Yeah. I mean, I know the Kiki Do You Love Me song. Kiki Do You Love Me? <laughs> Right? I don't know. I know, like, what is it? I only love two things, my bed and my mama or something like that. You know more than that from Jay. Hotline bling. I know where my hotline... Yeah. Okay. You used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking of the, you used to, you used to, let's talk about how she's singing the song. She well, has... who do you think it's about? 
Is it about somebody? There's theories. Oh boy. My my guess. My guess is this is more of like a this is probably about John Meyer and this is not about <laughs> You think she's still singing about John Mayer at this point? Yeah. No. I, I don't think she's talking about um uh bottle rocket boy. Uh Red Scarfy Barfy. Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I don't think she's talking about him. Is she singing about Jake Gyllenhaal? No. Okay. She's not singing about any of the Styles brothers, Harry or Joey or Jesse. She's not singing about um, any other Joes, the Jonases. How many style? What? I'm riffing. Yeah, this is get- Sometimes you whiff when you riff. I don't know who she's singing about. That's why I'm trying to go down my checklist. She's, well, she's singing about the- let me, let me help you out here <laughs> before this goes too far off the rails. Um. The, some theories are that she's singing about Kim and Kanye. Okay. Got you existed, moved on, like whatever, guys. And like, if you think about it, so you have to think about a bigger picture. The Reputation album came out as kind of a response to Taylor Swift is canceled, all of that. And so this is the first track on Lover where mm-hmm. she's just like ending the Reputation era, going into this lighter, brighter, happier, butterfly era. How many days did I spend thinking about how you did me wrong, wrong, right. wrong, lived in the shade you were throwing till all of my sunshine was gone, gone, gone. Yeah. I could see. So I do think the first like set of lyrics are about Kim and Kanye. And then as you move down, it feels like she's kind of singing about friendships that got lost, which could have been Lord, who referred to being friends with Taylor Swift as like having an autoimmune disease. Mm. Mm. And then like wasn't there like a lot of the girls that had been around for like the 1989 era disappeared at the whole height of the Taylor's canceled party. They weren't there for her. They didn't stand up for her. And then most people think it's about Calvin Harris, who wasn't there during the Taylor's canceled party. And they broke up. He went on a whole Twitter rant. I... Basically piled on to the whole Kanye stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to infer as opposed to... Uh look for an Easter egg or look for uh, what I speculate. Uh-huh. I'm going to say that it's, it's just the bottle up of everything. Yeah. This is, this is post Taylor's cancel. This is just the embodiment of uh, any relationship, whether it's uh, romantic friendship or uh, just uh, professional professional and then becoming toxic. Like this is just, this is just that bottle mm-hmm. cap moment. That's what I'm kind of thinking yeah. from this. I mean, I think we've all had those moments, whether it's a toxic coworker who you no longer work with or a friendship that fell apart, or a relationship that ended. Mm-hmm. You kind of get to the point where it was so so consuming, and you're like, what is wrong with this person? Why? And then you're on the other side of it, and time has gone by, and you're like, oh. Okay. Yeah, I was obsessed with that. Why would that person do that to me moment? Yeah, it lived rent-free in your brain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would have done anything for that person. I would have been front row every single night for them, and this yeah. is how they treat me. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we, I think we've all had that moments and I think a lot of us have had those moments because we are the main character in our own stories right? and we don't want to be the bad guys. I personally have been on the record and off the record saying I have a hard time when people do not like me or think I'm a bad person. Yeah. And even if I have been vindicated and somebody's like, no, you've, you were doing the right thing. It's good. 
still don't feel too good. Yeah. And so the best medication for that is literally shutting that out of your brain, mm-hmm. get past it, and then forget. Don't obsess over it. Yeah. You shake it off. Yeah. That's why that sounds Build castles here. out of the bricks they throw at you. Oh, my God. Building castles in the sand. So let's talk about how she's singing this. Okay. She is, I, I don't think it's just unique to Lover. I think I've seen this in 89 and a couple of her going into pop, post-pop moments. Uh-huh. She's got a she's got a staccato-y voice, uh, st- uh, a staccato verse, uh-huh. choppy, like, bop, 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 bop. Mm-hmm. And then she will do elongated choruses. Yeah. And it's she, like, she'll hold that note. In this case, though, there's something I will. I like the, uh, you know, ever probably ever since we will rock you, or like the queen, like just like a little bit of hand clap as the percussion, in the background, like simplistic, thing, mm-hmm. like I love that type of thing. I am just not a fan of the dropping her singing and just saying it, and then it is to me, maybe to Jason, probably not to you, <laughs> probably not to super fans, and. If you're a super fan out there listening, one, thank you so much for listening. We always appreciate that. We love, uh, you know, feedback and support and things. And if you hate what I'm about to say, you're just proving me right. I do not enjoy how produced the laughter and, (laughs) oh, my God. Like, it is, I can see her pulling the scarf over her thumb and, like, playing with the wool and, like, adjusting her hair. It is so... Like new girl Zoe De Chanel, like this is like quirky. I'm like, I hate how overproduced that giggling and the like singing and then matter of fact. <laughs> so like yeah, like ah, I I saw like Kristen Stewart in my brain at the end of that song. Being, yeah, so I. I like that song and then just really like being in the moment, listening to it, not dancing to it, not hearing it at a bar and talking over it, but like really listening to this for this podcast. I, I was like into this song and then that maybe like, I really don't like that part. I feel like it cheapens it. I'm sorry. I'm just, you lost me when you were like pulling a scarf over your thumb. Like the, imagine if you will. Oh God. Taylor Swift. She, I, I don't know what era. It's the era where she's got like the little bit of bangs going on. Like it's kind of like to the eyebrow. Like she'll probably wear a big rimmed hat. Uh, but she's in, let's say, the Lover album, which has like that nice blue scarf. She's wearing like a sweater, like a sweater. She's got a sweater she's wearing. And like the sweater's being pulled up over her hand. And Did like, you my, confuse the scarf with a sweater? Yeah. I told you. I'm, I'm not three quarters through the coffee. And if you're riffing, sometimes you're whiffing. She's pulling it up. My brother used to do this thing where he was like, oh, I just like the feeling. He would take clothing and like fold the fabric together into like a point and he'd put it underneath his fingernail and push it in. And he called it corners. And he's like, I just like how it feels. Like it relieves stress. Like it feels good. Like I can just see her doing that. Like just pulling up the, the, just the, the end of the sweater and just like playing with it over her fingers and just kind of like going, I don't like, that's all I saw. And I, I just hate it now. I hate that part of the music. I feel like I'm the New York Times crossword section and your mind is melting. 
No, I just, I'm so like, there's so much to unpack there. I don't, I mean, I don't love it. I think the song will be fine without it. I also like don't, it does not trigger me the way it just triggered you. And clearly somebody, Zoe Deschanel hurt you at some point. No, 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 no. It's so. Like the visceral reaction to this is a little weird. I I could give you a. a, The very painted picture of why you hate it is a little weird. Um, The, yeah, I mean, you know what, Sam? You get to have your feelings and emotions on a moment. I'm sorry that that some Kristen Stewart, Doe's Zoe Deschanel. It, it, I don't. It's okay. I just don't know. It has uh, it has the idolized version of the manic pixie dream girl flavor to it. I is think what I'm trying to. You have to also think about like the women in your life who like Taylor Swift, and I feel like a lot of times like <laughs> no. Like, that's where I take that moment where he's like, <laughs> but anyway. Well, it's kind of like uh, the person that will, you know, all the world's a stage. And when they're in the room, they're shining. They got to shine bright. Everyone's got to look at them. And they will go and, like, give an entire performance in front of a room of all strangers and then turn around and be like, you're the worst person in the world. Like, it just seems like there's this, like, this... It's airs. Oh, okay, no, I'm tracking. And then it's somebody now. who's just like, it took me. <laughs> oh my God, thank you. I'm going to murder your family. Like it's, it's, it's psychopathic. To well, me. now I know who hurt you. So I understand where we're at. I understand why this is triggering. Well, maybe it's not a person that hurt me, but maybe this is the Lord in me saying like, let's get those T cells up, buddy. Let's build up this immunity to people. Um, and you, <laughs> okay. I am now. I am now tracking with why you are so upset about this. No, I, don't, I am so following I, along. I, but again, right. it's not something I was aware of until being here right and now that, and listening to this. That is the beauty of Taylor. Taylor is going to just take you right into the heart of the matter and you're going to work through some trauma. It's like a therapy session with you two. <laughs> this is how we're starting, what, season five? Season five, season yeah. Five. Oh my God. See, I'm having a breakdown over a giggle. Oh my God. It's not even a breakdown. I was... Um... um I would say this was a showing a bit of my soft underbelly. I mean, thankfully you share because I certainly don't. Yeah, that's the only reason I can't <laughs> rain on your parade is because there's no gotcha moments ever. <laughs> and if there is, it goes on the chopping room floor because they did something terrible and dad is pulling us away from each other. It's a knives out moment. That's only happened twice. <laughs> no scars, no scars, no bruises. I mean, you've got a corkscrew, a wine key out. Like, I'm a little concerned. So, yeah, because I was in my, uh, oh, you're going to be manager today dressing up. And I just walked out with everything as opposed to, like, usually change after work. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wear everything. And so, for whatever reason, I grabbed my wallet and everything that was in my pockets changing today, wine key included. You're scaring me a little bit. I'm a little angry today. It puts the lotion. No, I'm not going to. So, speaking of being trapped inside of a well, um, <laughs> so this is, uh, is this, would you say this is Sweetie? This is, is this Swedes? Swedish? No, okay. this is Antonov. This is Antonov. Okay. This is a bit of a No, bit... We, we've left the Swedes behind. Okay. It, it's, I mean, I, I vibe with his compositions. I like Antonov. I, I like Antonov and Taylor together. I think that it's fun. It's bubblegum. It's cotton candy music. This is a cotton candy album. It, in some ways, this is remind me of a, a band that I've been kind of just like 
diving into, which is also fairly new. It's it's newer than this, but it's Silk Sonic. Yes, I like Silk Sonic a lot. So, it, uh, yeah, Anderson Pock and yeah, uh, yeah. Bruno Mars, and it's got like that, you know, Grammy darlings. Yeah, they cleaned up at the Grammys. Yeah. Well, that album is fantastic. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was reading about the Grammys because you know I scan through Taylor News every day to find things for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how um, when Taylor won her second artist of the year for 1989, she beat Kendrick Lamar mm. for Pimp a Butterfly. And like I had forgotten they came out at the same time. You know I love Kendrick. Yeah. And I was like, oh, right. That was a big year for albums. And then they brought it back to like the commercial success, um, a complete sonic change for an artist. And they mm-hmm. brought up Bruno and doing um, Silk sonic mm-hmm. and uh, how they became grammy darlings because they did this whole change in this very cohesive way the same way taylor did it with 1989 and i wonder if in some way 1989 was a blueprint for that when they did this i so i i maybe it, just because this is where my head just was of being like you know I'm, i am relating more to the instrumentation mm-hmm. and we're talking about great producers mm-hmm I think that you could have talent, Taylor's talent, Bruno's talent. You can have talent that are known for a certain style, a certain type of, let's just mm-hmm. say, singing or writing. And when you change what is backing that, yeah, it'll blow people's minds and it'll make them a believer. Like They'll be like, I am into it. I loved the arc of Bruno for a good while of, of moving away from like poppy to like this bit of um, disco funk soul, mm-hmm. like old R&B. And then, like, Silk Sonic, this last album, it blew the doors off of everything because it wasn't just copy-paste. Like, you could tell, like, every single person, like, drum kit, bass, keyboard, everyone was just on the same page. It was a sonically cohesive album. Yeah. And so it's funny because the article I was reading was about Red and how it really got shut out of the Grammys. It's a fan favorite. It's this, like, very interesting album. But it was a little all over the place. Yeah. You had some dubstep. You have some country. You have some pop. It wasn't. And so, like, Taylor really went into 1989 to make this sonically cohesive album. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly. It's cohesive, but not as. It's narratively cohesive, and it's also. But, I mean, Kamazi Washington definitely, like, played around with different sounds. And yeah. so you kind of bop around a little bit in it. And so I think. I wonder if like the lessons that Taylor has learned, other artists are now looking and they're like, if you want to build your career, because then you go back or fast forward up to Taylor's last album of the year with Folklore, another very sonically cohesive change of pace for Taylor. Mm-hmm. And she'd been shut out with Reputation. She'd been shut out with Lover. But and, consistent on the album. But here is another album that was super consistent of, a very a departure for her. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if Bruno was looking at this when he was creating his going, okay, if you're going to do this, you need to fit into this mold to get into the Grammy. Yeah. Um, I love uh, Willie Nelson's reggae album. <laughs> I know because you do. it is so, it, it, it was before it even happened. It was like this pothead should do a reggae album. And he did. And ah. it's, and it's it's like he did it. He sure did it. And there's some good songs on that. But as a whole, it is just yeah, it's tiresome because it's such a difference in change. 
and it doesn't always line up. Well, because sometimes these albums are the equivalent of throwing spaghetti against the wall. Right, right. And some parts are al dente and some parts are not. And I think for a lot of fans to bring it back to Lover, everyone's kind of like, it's one of those albums that grows on you as you listen to the songs. You're like, oh, okay. But it was too sonically cohesive, I think. It all kind of just melds in. And I feel like the songs are very similar. You're like, okay. And so you have to really start picking them apart and like kind of doing it where reputation was angry Taylor and then softer Taylor. Mm -hmm. And so like where she's playing with her different albums, I think when she course corrects, she either course corrects perfectly or goes so far in the other way. You're like, what is going on here? Mm -hmm. And like, I'm not, not saying like, that it's a bad album. It's just one of those ones where we're kind of like, huh. Yeah. Big tonal shifts. Yeah. I mean, you've got songs like me. Mm, which is where this is like sweet bubble gum. That is. Uh, uh, Cavity inducing. That is fun dip. Yeah. That is an airbag went off of fun dip. Yeah. And you were trapped in the car. A confetti cannon. Open. A confetti cannon. <gasps> Did you tell dad about what you have to do on Monday? I'm building a balloon arch. I'm building a balloon arch. Ask me how many times I've, I've built the balloon arch in my life. There are people that'll do that for you. You should tell Kate. <laughs> <laughs> because I am roped in. I, I am. A balloon arch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. We can't have balloon drops anymore, so. And why can't you have balloon drops? Some people cannot be trusted not to pop balloons for the remainder of the party. For the record, I will say that that was not me. That's true. Wasn't me either. I just stood by the door. Mm -hmm. But now Sam, aren't you excited? It's like a new skill to add to your resume. Mm -hmm. Bartender, repairman, gardener, body man, actor, improviser, comedian, writer, producer, director, blue and arch creator. Podcast host. Thank you. He always forgets about the podcast. I do forget. Even during the podcast, sometimes I'm like, I'm going to wake up at any second now. (laughs) <laughs> okay, because <laughs> this is a dream. It's a lovely thing. All right, what what's your feeling on this Forgot song? Forgot like, that you existed right now. Is this a shake? Is this an off? Is I this... like the song. It's on a couple of my playlists. I like it. Also, just a shameless plug for Dad. There is a new album coming out. If you haven't pre-saved it, head over to Spotify. I'm not sure. It's. I don't know if you can just go pre-save it unless I send you the link. Oh. I don't know how that works, actually. We can put a link up on our socials. Does it normally? I don't know. Did I don't know. It's pre-saved on my Spotify. Mm. Maybe, I also, because I, maybe because you're my friend. I also follow. So anytime you put, oh, yeah. put something out, I'm like, oh. oh. I, got, I got one follower. What are we listening Kate. to today? <laughs> yes, I do have an album coming out of collaborations with people from all over the world. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be released for his birthday. Yes. July 27th. Yeah, that is the truth. We're gonna have big a big week. We're gonna have an uh, an ask me anything for Jason Landry that he may not even be a part of. We're just gonna answer things for him. Are we gonna play Dorks and Dragons at my party? Oh yeah, we can play Dorks and Dungeons does ja- Dungeons oh, and Dragons. Hell yeah, hell yeah. How do you feel about being a a a, a dwarf who gets stronger every time he drinks? It, on the twenty eighth. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mosmo will love the pageantry I bring. To your party. Love is a strong word. Oh, yeah. Uh, terror. He will be terrified. Of- he loves me. 
Mm. Mm. Okay. And on that note, on that note, uh, I'm going to say the quote so sonic that this song has me smoking out the window. I like it. <laughs> but now that now that I've been like so, sober sober eyed listening to it, I'm you like You are mm. on a level today. This song I'm not sure how I feel about this level. The window. Roll the dice. Just roll the dice. Just roll the dice. D20s. Not just for picking Taylor Swift albums and songs. Just roll the dice. This six. Oh. All right, we're going backwards in album. Reputation. Okay. Red Reputation 89. Lover. One of these days, I'll still get it wrong. Red 1989. Reputation. Lover. Okay. What did I say? Red mm. Reputation 1989. Mm. Lover. Same thing. No. And four. Four. All right, let's like. Oh. Shake it off part three. No, thank you. Don't blame me. Don't blame me. Don't blame me. I don't think we've done that one yet. I doesn't ring a bell for me. Don't blame me. Is don't this going to be a, a, is it a fun? Is it happy? Is it? You'll have to tune in next week and find out. Oh. Maybe your fever, fever dream will bring you back to this podcast. <laughs> Hit 10,000 downloads and or streams yeah. and yeah. sam's like oh i do the podcast what yeah T 10k streams and sam starts going of oh, sweaters are scarves now Whoa. moving on <laughs> all right well thanks for listening today next week we'll have a more cohesive sam maybe this was not um sonically streamlined and cohesive but yes neither was lover or 1989 or reputation i forget which one you said but that one the one that wasn't anyway so thanks so much for listening to us we appreciate each and every one of you streaming following subscribing rating reviewing you're all the best. We are just so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you to those who have come out to the dance party. We are recording this a couple days before it, so we'll be back next week to talk about Sam's balloon arch, which better be perfect, <laughs> and our confetti cannons, and all of the fun things that we have planned for our four hours of Taylor. Thanks again for listening. I'm Kate the Swifty. I'm Not So Swift Sam. Please subscribe, promote, yeah. leave us a comment. Send scotch and tequila. I'll need it. Um, and we'll be back next week with Don't Blame Me. Thanks again for listening. Mm -hmm.